Hey everyone, I'm Kumara and with me is Vikas. Welcome to the Cheesky Podcast. In this, each week we explore a topic that has been on our minds in relative depth. These could be anything that we found interesting, learned from, or simply felt would be a good conversation for us. Shot and Ray. Sir, scene bandho, ispatne forenda, nalak palti haki ni ho jump bantera. ಬೆಂಗಳೂರ್ you're going to jump from the 20th story of a building and then calmly sip a cool drink on hearing this the actor shouts as you heard yake which translates to why in english and today we talk about that single word why that made this ad so popular it is the most important word that kickstarts all kinds of scientific research it's the word that all kids love to revert to when they want to annoy their friends or their parents wait why are we talking about this again right kumar so as product managers we often ask the why question why are users taking cabs in the morning and not in the evening why would a customer buy the same product for a higher price and not a lower price why should we focus on providing longer videos instead of shorter ones and so on so naturally when you recommended the book of why it got me interested and i decided to read it and our conversation today is inspired by some of the things that we read in the book right what did you make of the book and what did you take away so before we start the author is judaya pearl so he's a machine learning researcher incidentally he's also the father of daniel pearl the journalist who was taken hostage and tragically beheaded by terrorists in 2002 he inspired the movie the mighty heart featuring angelina jolie interesting i didn't know that right okay coming to the book itself i found it quite relevant to the work that we do as product managers we are essentially problem solvers trying to understand the challenges faced by those who are our users and those who don't yet use the products that we build and we come up with solutions to address the challenges that they face i'm reminded of the show silicon valley where 50 teams go up to present their solution at a hackathon and each one ends up with their presentation and ends their presentation saying and that's how we make the world a better place but then that's probably what we do strive to do so anyway in essence we're trying to identify the real causes of user behavior or the underlying causes that drive user needs and we do this basically by understanding or analyzing the user data on user behavior and the book begins uh, or the book brings together all these aspects in a very interesting way even though it isn't about product management at all exactly it highlights how to scientifically go about answering any of the why questions that we may have could you talk about an example of what you've taken away from the book and how you applied that in your work sure so one of the biggest takeaways for me was the concept of path diagrams a path diagram is essentially a flow chart indicating the relationship between variables that could affect an outcome and highlights the path taken by the user from cause to effect let's take an example say you're looking to pick a restaurant how do you go about deciding which restaurant to go to um i probably consider my budget the ambience and read the online reviews for the restaurants around perfect so let's visualize this in the form of a path diagram as i said earlier the end state of the path diagram is the outcome 
which is which in this case is choosing a particular restaurant so you can imagine that as a big rectangle all the things that you mentioned when i asked you how you would choose a restaurant are the causal variables that lead to this outcome you can imagine them as tiny circles around the big uh, rectangle each of these tiny circles have an have an arrow pointing towards the rectangle now let's uh, imagine that you have 300 rupees in your wallet so this becomes another circle which points to the budget which was another circle and this doesn't directly lead to your final outcome so there's no direct arrow from the money in your wallet to the restaurant that you pick however there's an indirect relationship because the budget is determined by the money in your wallet right and the path diagram is a way of visualizing this correct precisely so that's a very simplistic case we often have a lot of variables interacting with each other and how they affect the final outcome is not always clear so that's where visualizing in the form of a path diagram makes things clearer that's right so how would you actually put this into action at work hmm so let's uh, imagine trying to uh, to improve uh, recommendations at youtube so what would make you want to click on a video recommendation well i guess there need to be an extension of what i just watched in some way i can't really put a finger on it but just needs to be interesting i guess right so this is what i've noticed when talking to users about their pay, uh, about their taste when it comes to videos they find it hard to put in words what they like which is why we rely a lot on past actions of the user to understand what they will like and what they want so youtube for instance would take into account what device you're viewing the videos on what channels you have subscribed to what videos you have watched before whether you watched the entire way or stopped midway for certain videos what other users who have similar viewing patterns what videos they tend to watch and thousands of such attributes these are all causes both direct and inter- and intermediate for what you will like and they can be very well visualized and understood in the form of the path diagram rather these are all plausible causes i would say once that could influence users to click on a recommendation but the cause itself needs to be proven but yes these are best visualized and understood in the form of a path diagram right and uh, speaking of proving a cause which is essentially answering the why question could you describe how you go about doing it sure this is actually called hypothesis testing and it's the foundation of all scientific work it is where we come up with a hypothesis that a certain outcome is due to a certain cause and then we design a scientific experiment to prove it one that can be repeated and verified by pretty much anyone in the world for this we borrow a tool which is very commonly used in the space of medicine called rcts or randomized controlled trials which is a type of scientific experiment that helps to isolate the cause and effect okay let's use the current developments with covid vaccines to try and understand this so to go about proving conclusively that a vaccine works pharmaceutical companies conduct these randomized controlled trials by taking a sample of people that's a fair representation of the wider uh, population and they split them into similar groups then they give the vaccine to one group and they give a placebo to the other that's right also those who are participating in these trials won't really know which one they have been actually given that is the whether they received the vaccine or whether they received the placebo this is called blinding and this this is done to avoid any sort of a bias from the participants even the researchers themselves can be blinded in some tests where even they won't know who has been given the vaccine and who has been given the placebo until after the experiment has been concluded 
then the two groups of the people are compared over a time period at the end of which the group that received the vaccine should have a definitely lower number of infections than the group that received the placebo in the case of the covid vaccines the trials are expected to end when the control group across uh, crosses a certain number of infections after which the pharma companies would be able to say with a certain confidence that the vaccine works right and uh, the double blind randomized controlled trials are thought to be the gold standard of establishing uh, causality this method methodology is quite prevalent in our our industry the tech industry as well where product features are continuously tested via such experiments to prove that they're beneficial to users we can see how this is done in the case of the youtube recommendation example that we just uh, discussed so you listed several possible causes let's assume that the recommendation algorithm takes into account only one causal variable that is the popularity of the video this means the moment you finish watching a video the videos with the highest number of views are recommended to you now we might want to see if uh, uh, instead of showing the popular videos what if a user is shown the latest videos instead would this lead to a better result for the user than uh, the popular videos so we would randomly split the users in half one set of users would be shown the popular videos while the other set of users would be shown the latest videos and then we would co compare the results on which set of users clicks on the videos video recommendations more and determine if latest videos are better than popular videos for users right so if we visualize the causality here the path diagram initially just has one circle around popularity leading to the outcome that you will click on when you what is recommended now the strength of this arrow is likely to be weak as simply showing the most popular video may not be interesting to many in the audience and the strength of the arrow is a percentage it's as for example if there are 100 users that are shown recommendations in this way and only 10 of them click on any such a recommendation then the strength of the arrow is 10% when we test showing the latest videos to a group what we are doing is introducing an additional variable and this makes the path diagram slightly more complex and through an rct like the one you described we know whether the new arrow is stronger than the older one and hence prove a superior causal relationship however this experiment setup has a limitation in that it wouldn't be able to tell us if the latest videos have a causal effect when the users prefer popular videos over recent videos correct and several e-commerce companies are known to run hundreds of experiments at any given time what you just described helps in the conceptual understanding and that's certainly very helpful to everyone in the tech industry and with that we are going to wrap the conversation this week thank you all for listening in if you would like to let us know why you like this podcast or tell others why they should listen to it please like subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast thank you and see you next time